Hey y'all, this is Michael Lay with the Art Love Collective podcast. Last night, July 9th, 2023, we had Dr. Hemant Bid. He is a specialist on cannabis expert, uh, multiple master's degree, PhD in um, plants and bio- uh, plant biology and lab research has been advocating for years on cannabis, has been with the Cleveland School of Cannabis. He's been a, uh, he's been a guest of the podcast before. Um, yesterday we had him come into the Dallas um, within the Milo Arts property where Art Love Collective is uh, currently housed. And uh, there are a few of us, maybe about 10 to 12 of us, that gathered uh, a couple people on video. And uh, we had a great lecture, and that is going to be coming up. Hope you enjoy. My first kind of entry in education is called Cleveland School of Cannabis. And where I actually taught three and a half years, and I learned a lot, and I... Uh, not only learn, but you know, like it's kind of like a great experience for me because when I l- see their curriculum, then I realize that this field needs a lot of people, knowledgeable people who has a big experience in drug discovery, in science, in research, in clinical side, like every dot who can connect every dots. Mm. Same like, you know, like in, in marijuana that, you know, like people don't understand the whole picture because they don't know the whole picture they only it this plant being kind of like you know abused for such a long time Mm -hmm. because of the political reason for because of the war of drugs because of the racial disparities Mm -hmm. lot of different things Mm -hmm. so so because we understand that you know like this is nothing new that we are doing it's it's not new in this country before 1930 we have tinctures from li lily in the pharmacy sitting there Right. And people can go tinctures and take it, that yeah. tinctures from yeah. uh, cannabis. Right. Mm-hmm. So then uh, why now we are saying that, you know, like, oh, this, there's a big deal. The reason being is because government understand that there is a big strength of medical cannabis mm-hmm. of this, this plant. Mm-hmm. So what they did is that they put it in a schedule one. Mm-hmm. Because schedule one, schedule two, schedule three, schedule four, these are the different categories that where you put various different drugs based on how much they have a abuse potential mm-hmm. so th- the mm-hmm. schedule one is the biggest like you know dangerous drugs that heroin and meth and all this stuff and everything putting marijuana there it's a big shame for the right. country because you know like we mm-hmm. know from the beginning whole world know like globally we are fighting for this every country is fighting for this and every country is producing a lot of data that how valuable medical marijuana is and we are putting that in a schedule one to compare with a heroin it's a shame for the country <laughs> basically so 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 what happened the cycle is that government put in schedule one and then after that they start pushing in the pharmaceutical all the opioids okay then 50 year we all are getting opioid addiction right. and then government is saying hey you have addiction right. now we have yeah. magical drug for you right. no you don't have magical drug you put it there because you know the potential because if you look the data that you know like the all the states right now 38 states are already approved for medical cannabis it's not a joke it's not a miracle that you know like the states are getting approved and getting approved because there is a potential there right. and that's why we are accepting the fact that okay this plant has a lot of potential and research is going on people has no understanding that how much research has been done Mm -hmm. and how much we know right now globally that it's amazing 
and giving you an example that you know like we are fighting for so many different diseases i fight for looking for a various different drugs new drugs for cancer various different cancer breast cancer lung cancer sarcoma uh, prostate cancer bladder cancer etc and cancer is a really bad disease really really bad disease and it's nothing else it's a basically in a simple form cancer is kind of like a, a uncontrolled growth of a cell so out of your body there's a one cell decided that i'm going to be against your body because of radiation because of various different environmental factors genetic factors but it is very dangerous because the cell which is the different from your body is all was a part of your body mm-hmm. so that means it's kind of like you know like you have an army and one of the guy he go he he decided to go rogue but he knows this army strength that how the tactics yeah. this army is going to fight mm-hmm. right so that means it's very hard to control that guy that who decided to go against that part same thing for the cancer because when body is going to fight for the cancer then you know like uh, that guy that who's become a cancerous cell he knows body's all this mechanism so you cannot beat that guy because he knows everything right so 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 then there are a lot of natural products and everything that there's a new therapy came out it's called immunotherapy that you know because cancer drug discovery is coming from a long time small molecules big molecules peptides natural product chemistry lot of things because you know like a cancer different cancer different types it's kind of like very variability is too much so we need monoclonal antibodies small peptides big molecules small molecules it's a, it's a lot of different kind of drugs targeted therapy etc but that finally that you know like humans are also very smart mm-hmm. we are a smart creature so what happened that cancer cells are beating us from a decades and finally we are reached to a saturation from couple of years ago and then we have like almost a uh, block that there's a big blockage in the road that what should we do because these cancer cells are so smart and then scientists discovered that okay if they are smart we are smarter than them what we are going to do is they are making our body fool because when body is attacking to this cancer cell this cancer cells are telling them that hey you know like i am your friend because i was your friend so they are kind of putting a spell on them and they are, the bodies the troops are not attacking them mm. so then as a scientist what we said that okay if you are doing that then we have a tool and which is called crispr cas technology which is a gene editing technology we take out the our uh, the the immune cells which are the attacks attacker cells from the body and then we tune them and we retune them reprogram them and tell them okay these are not your friends these are your enemies so it is called immunotherapy so we tweak the immune cells our body's defense cells and put it in the body again and now they fighting there's no tomorrow so it's like we are cancer cells it's the fight the cancer cells this is called immunotherapy we build cells to so, kill the so it's it's amazing right because we because and that's from cbd uh, no, no 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 okay. this is a, a separate journey i'm telling that about the cancer drug discovery okay. but on the other hand that you know like what i was trying to tell is that you know like why marijuana is so much important for various different kind of diseases either it is a cancer either it is a neurodegenerative disease either it is a inflammatory bowel disease either it is a skin skin diseases any disease you name it the reason being is because it is really important because there is a two component which interact with each other mm-hmm. one is that you know which is a plant and this plant has a lot of different molecules this plant itself has a 500 different kind of molecules mm-hmm. are there and there are more than 200 cannabinoids are there and there are more than 300 different terpenes are there mm-hmm. so this plant is amazing right mm-hmm. so now the thing is like when somebody is using this plant what happen in the body 
so basically when you are using it that plant is giving you a various different molecules and body has receptors but this plant has a affinity or kind of like a love for a specific receptors mm. so because our body has a various different systems when we breathe we have a respiratory system our blood is flowing this is a circulatory system right our brain and neurodegenerative nerves so neurodegenerative system so that's the same thing that this plant we called as phytocannabinoids because p like phyto and p like plant mm. so basically the compounds which is coming from the plant we call phytocannabinoids mm-hmm. but there are few molecules in the body also which is called endocannabinoids mm-hmm. because this is our body which is within. inside within yeah so body produce a lot of different things but we are going to talk about this endocannabinoid system which plays a very important role like a good team player with our body with the other system mm-hmm. reproductive system nervous system circulatory system respiratory system you name it so it's a good player and then it has a two different components one is the receptor and one is the molecules mm. so there are a lot of molecules is produced and there are a lot of receptors so now that why this plant is so valuable because these receptors are expressed in everywhere in our body mm-hmm. either it is skin either it is blood vessels either it is our liver either it is our prostate either it is the bladder either it is the skin everywhere so then you must be thinking that if it is expressing everywhere then how it makes sense that this plant is so important the reason being is because if it is expressing and present in every organ in our body that means it claims that this important receptor that means endocannabinoid system plays a very critical role to maintain the normal physiological function of that specific organ Oof. either it is a liver either it is a brain either it is a skin either it is a immune Just system to help here the help uh, right so that means if something is a very critical to here to help then there's a, another good thing comes from there okay it is a good part to maintain a normal physiological function of our brain or liver or lung or whatever right example lung so then whatever happened to this lung either it is a lung cancer either it is a covid or inflammation or liver cirrhosis anything any organ right so that means as a scientist we are going to treat that disease if we are going to treat that disease we are trying to figure it out first that what are the different receptors are present there we can utilize them to target that disease and then again and again every time this endocannabinoid receptors are present in every organ so that means that you know if they are present in every organ so they are not only to maintain the normal physiological function of the lung but if there is a lung cancer immediately marijuana will help because this receptor is there right same thing for the same thing for any gastrointestinal disorder like you know like ibd or ibs or either you know like any immune disorders either any kind of pain disorders either anxiety disorder either depression disorder either parkinson alzheimer's multiple sclerosis you name it mm-hmm. because it's adhd it's everywhere everything right yeah. so that's the <laughs> most important thing that people everything. don't understand that sure. there is the interaction of this yeah. plant with our body and our body has this endocannabinoid system which is really important and now it's a kind of deep science that you know like what endocannabinoid system is and what are the different parts of that and people always talk about cb1 and cb2 and there are two major molecules body produces called anandamide and 2ag so then a question always comes that you know like okay body is producing already these two molecules then why the heck we need marijuana for mm. 
right? So the question is that you know the reason being is because body is a very balanced machine. Mm. Body, the moment that something go and up and down, body will stop it. Body will say stop it because I need to maintain the balance. And what happened that you know like when there's any trigger in the body, body produce this endocannabinoid molecules and say go and fight with that disease. And then again, same body said that, no, 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 I cannot produce so much endocannabinoids because the receptors are everywhere. They are going to go and bind everywhere and there will be a big chaos in our body. Mm. So I cannot produce this, even though it is good for you, I cannot produce this. Then body says that, okay, I cannot produce this, but you can, you can get help from outside. Go and ask the help from the plant. This plant will give you the molecules. This molecule will bind and everything will be all right. So that's the beauty, basically. So now the question is that when people talk about that, you know, like one of the biggest thing that, you know, like always I, I give talk to a lot of uh, churches, dispensaries. I created a lot of CME courses for the clinicians. One of the biggest issue in the market is that, you know, the education part. Mm-hmm. I uh, teach uh, almost like in my career so far, I think that, you know, I trained like almost more than 1000 bartenders. Mm. And Bunch when I talk, I talk with them that, you know, like, oh my God, I get like surprised that, you know, like they have no idea what's going on. So mm. I, I said that, you know, like, they I understand know. why you don't have any idea because you are getting a salary. If I work in a McDonald's, I will get that salary. Mm. So why the hell you are going to put so much effort and expectation is very high like a doctor because a bartender need to understand about the, all the strains and all the products in the dispensary Mm -hmm. and then after that the whole endocannabinoid system the interaction understand about the disease anatomy and pathology and pathophysiology Mm -hmm. interaction of marijuana with the disease current literature and that security system as well as that you know like their manual system of the state as well as hipaa system to hipaa which is a to keep your confidentiality and then on the on top of that customer support and to mend, and to how to manage the people that who are coming with a big trauma and to maintain that kind of relationship right it's too much to ask with a bartender come on right. give me a break right <laughs> so then what happened that there's a big big uh, disconnect between the medical system up to the dispensary there are because in this industry i feel like there more than 85 percent people are just there for because it's a kind of like a very nascent stage we are running very fast we are running fast because and everybody like sees that it's a money making machine yeah legalization let's yeah. make make money because yeah. it's a money making machine so okay if money making machine why it is a money making machine because it's i don't blame the people who are don't care and they don't care about only care about their money because they are putting a lot of money because of the banking system, because of the taxation, because of the regulations. So that means they are putting like millions and millions of dollars. And the return is, you know, if you compare the prices with Ohio and Michigan or other states, Ohio prices are twice and three times more higher than Michigan. Why? The reason being because, you know, like less testing facilities, less, um, more than 100 dispensaries now and few cultivation facilities are there. Mm. So that means it's kind of like, you know, like a, a demand, supply and demand kind right. of thing, wow. right? Just can't keep up. And they do that on harvest. Yeah. So it's all about that, you know, like how they are managing politically to mm. wanted to go. Yeah. But uh, what I feel like, because I've been kind of like involved in the legislation here and Okahama, etc that uh, the education is kind of like big missing people have no understanding what's going on when you talk with a lot of dispensary managers and pharma etc 
then they said patients come with a one thing in their mind is basically that you know like okay what about tsc what about tsc what about tsc so everything is around tsc mm-hmm. so one thing that i always talk about that you know like why we always talk about that marijuana is such a bad stuff because it has a huge addictive property yes it has a huge addictive property then people say that it has a lot of side effects yes it has a side effect but i challenge that you know like tell me one drug in the market one drug <laughs> write it in a google and tell me that google didn't tell that it has a 50 different side effects mm-hmm. and then talk about marijuana right right so 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 yeah. why, if every drug has a side effect then why we are talking about marijuana and even forget about marijuana you have this bottle of water right yeah. and one bottle is okay for you but i will ask you to drink 15 glass of water what will happen you are going to drink 15 glass and you are going to puke here because your body don't need 15 glass of water right but you give your body 15 glass of water aim at just a water so which tells us that basically whatever you take in your body more than enough body is going to reject it right so until unless that you understand that what is needed for my body how it is needed and what i am using it you are all good so that means you have to understand the science behind it and you understand about the side effects of this the best part of medical marijuana is that you know like it's a reversible process none of the drug is a reversible process but this is a reversible process because the moment you get in a opioid addiction what happen it's not about that people are addicted and they cannot leave that addiction do you know the reality is the reality based on science and the literature is that the withdrawal symptom is so dangerous and it is so devastating for the patient and they said that you know like i am not going to face that again i am going to keep taking the opioids i don't care what's happened to my body but i am not going to face that withdrawal symptom right but the good part is in medical marijuana is that when you are taking it right it's a personalized therapy the re- uh, people need to understand that it is a personalized medicine because everybody has a different expression of different receptors right. and molecules mm-hmm. so that means you know your body need maybe 5 mg his body need maybe 20 mg my body need maybe 25 mg depends upon that how the expression level of the endocannabinoid system is mm-hmm. right but the good part is that you can control it very well mm-hmm. and the it is the least side effect of a natural product uh, drug that which is existing wow. now giving you example of a cancer biologist that you know mm-hmm. i've been looking for so many different drugs in my whole career if you think about that you know you cannot ask a single drug in a field of cancer so so many effects and so many advantage without damaging your normal cells if you go for a chemotherapy if you go for a radiotherapy it's just kill your normal cells right and that's the big side effect surgery is also big side i'm not saying that modern medicine is not good modern medicine is amazing but it comes with and that's why that is called we need to infuse the model medicine with a holistic approach also so that patients has a better life and i will give you the example of parkinson but let's uh, uh, let me finish the cancer part so cancer uh, patients so that how it help the cancer patient okay i i i i mentioned that you know like cancer is a really bad disease it's not like a happy place no. patients go for a depression and anxiety mm-hmm. you take marijuana you can you know like control your anxiety and depression 
what it what it means it means that once your anxiety and depression is controlled that means you are a happy person if you are a happy person your body is happy your body is happy that means your body can better fight with the disease mm-hmm. rather than when you are depressed mm-hmm. right and then after that marijuana can act like a anti cancer activity that means it stops the cancer yeah. cells to grow mm-hmm. okay then there's another thing is cancer patients have a lot of pain when they get metastasis right. so then it reduces the pain cancer patients cannot sleep well it can uh-huh. help them to sleep cancer pa- patients have a muscle uh, wasting disorder it is called anorexia and cachexia mm-hmm. it can regulate your anorexia and cachexia mm-hmm. so how many things it can do cancer the cancer patients who use marijuana they are more susceptible to chemotherapy and radiotherapy mm-hmm. that means that if a normal patient who are not in marijuana he need four three cycle of chemotherapy a person who was a long term user of marijuana he need only one or two cycle mm-hmm. that means you are cutting a one cycle already <laughs> so so yeah. so, so think about sad. that you know like six seven eight nine different yeah. effects of a of a medical marijuana in the field of cancer patients how yeah. valuable it is so so this is the example of a cancer now my mother is a parkinson patient from last 3 and 1/2 years it's a really bad disorder right what happened in parkinson your body is not able to produce dopamine which is one of the neurotransmitter mm-hmm. okay very very important for your brain functioning etc so then uh, like i said modern medicine is amazing there is a amazing medicine there which is called levodopa you take levodopa your body immediately start producing dopamine amazing right so then oh my god that that's kind of like great but within 6 months you have eight different side effects that you start actually your your quality of life is shit because you have akinesia you have dystonia you have muscle stiffness oh my god that is crazy so then if the patient is aware fully aware of that how what medical marijuana do then you know like it can reduce your anxiety and depression mm-hmm. it can relax your muscles to move back again in the same time but on the other hand you have to understand that how to take it and you can sleep better also and then how could to how to take it and how it interact with the modern medicine because i uh, created a uh, few important courses in st louis and more house which is called pharmacology of cannabis which is really really important i teach this course in lot of uh, clinical setting also in lot of doctors so why the reason being is because pharmacology is a really complex subject but it's a very important subject the reason being is because 38 states are already approved for medical marijuana that means every patient yes or no people accept it or not but everybody knows somebody that who use medical marijuana people are now more and more talking because there is a more and more uh, news are there less stigma is there and you know people are uh, coming openly for that i've been working in the drug drug discovery for more than 25 years now and i know that to take one drug from the lab to bring it to the clinic to approve by the fda it takes at least 25 to 30 years mm-hmm. because you have to test in the lab in the cells like years and years and then after that based on that data that you do preclinical study that means mouse studies guinea pig study a lot of you know chimpanzee studies monkey studies safety studies then phase 1 phase 2 phase 3 but the beauty in medical marijuana is that we are using those product directly on humans yeah. we have that data so we don't need to do that shit wow. we know that how good it is because there are so many so so there are a couple of different kind of studies are there that we called as clinical trials 
but the the when patients reported that there are a lot of patients who are reporting that you know like uh, ptsd patients so i am a uh, board member for veterinary alliance of holistic alternative which is a non profit organization at new orleans mm-hmm. what we do is that you know like we go to various different va hospitals and and teach them and tell them the, about the 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 rules and regulations and complexity and benefits of medical marijuana so that they can change the regulations and more and more ptsd veterans get benefited from medical marijuana nice. so 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 what happen is basically when we talk about that you know various different disorders and everything it is really helpful for so many different things and patients are reporting those more and more but the problem is that one of the biggest problem that what we are facing because of this kind of like a big wave of you know like making money new field etc is that the consistency of the purity and potency of the product in the market mm-hmm. and why it is big problem the reason being is let's say that you go to the dispensary you come my dispensary and you said i have a disease a okay and there are maybe 200 patients came and they said that i have a disease a i have a good formulation i use this formulation and this disease is cured or response is really good mm. then i immediately publish a paper yeah. and i said that you know like hey you know like this is specific parkinson disease this formulation of cannabinoids plus terpenes of this combination is really really benefited for this this specific subset of parkinson patients that's perfectly fine i published that paper then my friend who is sitting in atlanta georgia he read that paper and he said oh my god this combination is really great 200 patient's data is there i am going to use the same combination no he cannot because he don't have the same kind of products and even though after 6 months or 1 year my patient is coming and complaining hey dr bed that you know i cannot find that product in the market the reason being is because we are focusing so much to create the hybrid plant because people are so much kind of like in this field is that you know looking for something new every time because it been consider hippies world from a long time it's very hard for people to accept that medi- this is a medicine committee the the medical community to accept that cannabis as an as a prospect for medicine yes and 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 on the other hand that i feel like that there should not be a recreational medical cannabis there should not be because have you ever heard about recreational tylenol yeah. mm-hmm. recreational ibuprofen mm-hmm. no then why we are talking about recreational medical cannabis the beauty is the medical cannabis is i always tell people that it has a preventive as well as therapeutic aspect in the same time so that means that if you are using medical cannabis let's say that not for any disease but you know you are taking it like a very small amount every day just for you know like keep your self calm down and you know you are basically promoting your system and it is helping your system to boost every time if mm-hmm. you are taking in a small amount and and what i talk about that you know like when pe- the education is important because patient needs to understand about the adverse effect the long term side effects the short term side effects how they can understand that you know like am i going to a kind of like uh, uh, a little bit kind of like one step up to the addiction part right mm-hmm. and if doctors understand that that part then they said hey you know like i feel like that when i started 6 months ago that 5 mg is more than enough for you and now you are saying that hey you know can you increase the dose because you know i feel like 5 mg is not enough so that means i increase 10 mg and then if he ask again in 3 months that means his body is getting tolerant mm-hmm. right 
that that's perfectly fine mm-hmm. so then the beauty of medical marijuana is that the doctor will say okay this body is getting tolerant we need a kind of break your body need a break let's do it slowly because you know one of the mantra of medical marijuana is low and slow mm-hmm. either you go up either you go down so he cut 10 15 to 10 10 to 5 and then zero for a couple of days and it's all good because you cut slowly so you don't have that withdrawal effect and everything and then the moment that you give like two weeks your all the endocannabinoid receptors which are oversaturated they are all blank now they are empty they are ready to again take lot of different marijuana to have their therapeutic effect okay. so then then after this you know like whole saga of a, give a break that your 5 milligram is more effective than 25 milligram mm-hmm. that's the beauty of this medicine mm-hmm. so 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 this reversal process is amazing i feel like that this reversal process makes this drug very valuable but on the other hand what happened that as a curious scientist we all kind of look for discoveries mm-hmm. so so there was a kind of like a technique came out which is called crispr cas technology which gets the nobel prize also it is one of the beautiful technique to to tweak your genes so like human genome project was uh, explored cannabis genome project was also explored so we know that all the genes of the medical cannabis plant right that what plant produce what kind of different cannabinoids and terpenes etc so if this is the case then as a scientist i'm very curious that what about the very small minor cannabinoids cbc uh, tscv because cannabinoids also have a various different types also that you know like one is the acidic cannabinoids other is varenic cannabinoids another is neutral cannabinoids so we are exploring a lot and then after that you know like yes acidic cannabinoids are basically because cannabinoids cannabinoids is a process of synthesis in the plant so what happened that if you wanted to isolate the acidic cannabinoids then you don't let the plant to grow in a go into the mature phase before that you have to isolate that so then you can capture the acidic cannabinoids so we can take so the part that when if you use it into not excess but if you use it regularly and it can cause inflammation at times in the lungs or something like that that would be from anti-inflammatory it reduces the inflammation because you know like um, acidic cannabinoids cbga and cbda are very very effective and recently actually that you know the paper published from university of oregon that you know like this acidic cannabinoids blocks the spike protein which enter in our spike spike protein of covid 19 which enter in our body through ace 2 receptor so it's a huge anti-inflammatory properties are there so anti anti uh, so so acidic cannabinoids and then neutral cannabinoids which is a decarboxylation process and then after that varenic cannabinoids so there are so many different things are there and then after that that you know like uh, um, uh, how this plant produce these ones and, and along with that not only these three types but there are so many uh, more than 100 different minor cannabinoids are there so as a scientist i am very curious that what happened to these ones right so then i use the technology and I use the genome of the cannabis plant, take out this small gene, and then overexpress this small gene and create a hybrid plant. And then I said, okay, I'm going to overexpress that. Why I'm overexpressing? So that only plant produce this minor cannabinoids of number 80 big amount. Mm. Then I have a lot of material to play with 
to do a lot of experiment to see that you know like what's going on what are the medical benefit of that mm-hmm. but the problem with this is that this is the innovation this is a discovery mm-hmm. but every discovery come with a cost yeah, no doubt. giving you example <laughs> giving you example right that we all uh, most of the people have dogs and cats in your home right so now if you think about these dogs and cats they are more sensitive than humans now yeah, no, sure. why because we domesticate them mm-hmm. we domesticate them how to play with their genetics so these genes are very powerful you play with them they get weak right. same thing that a plant that if you play with this genetics to create the hybrid plant then the plants get very weak and then we know that what's going on with the minor cannabinoids but on the other hand that you know like we are losing the original genetics so it's kind of like give and take as all so 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 that's the one thing that which need to be we need to be very careful another is that you know like we called about chemo wars and chemo types so we called the plants and we treat the we treat the patients with the three different types the medicine has three different types one is that you know like full spectrum one is a broad, broad spectrum and one is isolate so basically isolate is that you know like okay separate you know like cbd separate tsc cbg etc okay and a broad spectrum means there is no tsc everything is there terpenes are there all the cbd cbg tsc uh, tscv etc no tsc right okay but full spectrum is basically everything mm-hmm. and why we call that you know everything is the reason being is because you know like there is a reason that why plant keep everything together mm-hmm. there must be some reason as a scientist that we were very curious that why the heck the plant has everything together mm. then we discovered a a a phenomena which is called entourage effect entourage effect, entourage effect. Yeah. so why is entourage effect is the entourage effect means that basically all the cannabinoids on the terpenes they work together very well once they are together and that's why full spectrum medicine is more effective than um uh, broad spectrum or isolate mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you know like isolate is not effective it doesn't mean that broad spectrum is not effective could you but, could you explain so like for example vaping yes um could you speak on like the types of like um, the the method of consumption yeah because there's the kind that like has more of a uh Austin and I were talking about this it's like the more of the pure oil extracted from the plant versus like some crappy version like the dab pens i think are like yeah so um, so they, see, you know like vaping is one of the safest way to consume medical cannabis is it yeah. okay oh sorry my dabbing is sorry dabbing, dabbing okay is? yeah so oh. so so one happen <laughs> then then vaping vaping really? the vaping is the problem the big problem is because you know like recently there was a disease was discovered the reason being is because that the pipes they are using in the black cartridges there has a contamination of vitamin e acetate mm-hmm. and that's why it creates a big disease this is called wapi vaping associated pulmonary injury mm. so it's it's actually affect your lungs so that's the one of the biggest issue but on the other hand that you know people always ask about that why because there are a lot of you know like uh, places that i give a talk and they always talk about that why we need so many different kind of products why there is a need of so many different kind of products then i tell that you know like why not we all are different we all are different we all have a limitation in our body if there is a old person 
that maybe because right now the biggest consumer in United States of medical marijuana is after the age of 60. So because they are now getting educated with that and they know that you know because in old age you have pain, you have skin issues, you have so many different kind of issues, inflammation etc and all this stuff. But on the other hand, the reason being that we need various different kind of product because we all are different first thing and the second thing is that you know like everybody has some issues for example that if a old person that he is allergic to alcohol and he cannot smoke mm. right he cannot smoke he is allergic to alcohol so he the extracted product he cannot take it so then how he is going to consume medical marijuana mm. we still have the product we can use suppositories and we, he can be beneficial for that. We use suppositories and he can be beneficial for that. So that means that, you know, like everybody is different and we can use medical marijuana for everyone because more tools we have in our hand, more patients we can treat in a better way because everybody has a limitation. And in, in, in India, I was just kind of like, um, I remember talking to you recently, you said that they do the... Um, it, like kids would smoke weed because they just give it away or no no you do you do some version of cannabis on like a, a day of the year um, oh yeah yeah there's a festival the but festival? They, because it has a religious and cultural infusion mm-hmm. for a long time oh so y'all got a 422 uh, no not not 422 exactly uh, but the thing is like now the regulations have changed government is realizing that it has a potential so it's again that complexity of the regulations are there okay. and that's why that it's, crea- it's, it's kind of like creating a lot of chaos okay. there also because again that you know like but the beauty in India right now is that you know like India has been using the Ayurveda for a long time very strong foundation of Ayurveda meditation yoga etc okay. so basically what is the festival uh, Holi festival of color the one where they throw a bunch of like colors, the pink, colors, yeah, colors. Pink colors. Uh, yeah, yeah, holy, H O L I. Yeah. So, so festival of color, holy. So, so then what happened that you know basically that people talk about that you know like uh, uh, why clinicians need to understand about medical marijuana, those who are teaching and why they need to be trained better. The reason being is because you know like it is not a stoner's world anymore. That means a clinician is treating a patient, there is the interaction between medical marijuana components, mm-hmm. the, the different cannabinoids with a modern medicine also. It affects a liver enzyme which is called cytochrome P450 which is responsible to metabolize the drugs, any drug we take it in our body. So that means that if CBD, let's say the example that CBD can induce the cytochrome 450, that means it can metabolize the drug very quickly. Mm-hmm. If TSC can block it, that means it will take a longer time to metabolize. So that means that if it is metabolized quickly, it means get out from the system quickly. So that means the clinicians need to titrate that drug that you know based on that you know the interaction of medical marijuana with the modern drug. So that's why it is important to understand that you know how long the period should be between when you are taking medical marijuana you are taking the modern medicine on the other hand that you know like we need to appreciate the 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 effort global effort of uh, scientists and clinicians about running the various different clinical trials 
as well as um, uh, object subjective studies in various different dispensaries and publishing those because very few people know that there are four drugs are already approved from uh, food and drug administration which is fda fda control in this country that all the drugs so that means the first drug was approved is called epidiolex and epidiolex is an anti-epileptic drug which is specifically approved for lenox gastric syndrome and dravet syndrome and which is which is approved by fda to give it to the kids which is less than two years uh, kid so that means fda understand that that you know like how important it is and it's a big story because one of the neurosurgeon his name is dr sanjay gupta Mm-hmm. And he was basically that, you know, like Charlotte Fiji, that the girl that who actually changed the world and she was the patient and he was treating her. And then he sent Charlotte and their parents because none of the modern medicine works to Colorado. And there was a Stanley brothers were there who were growing a very high percentage CBD and less percentage of TSC there. And then it is it's, it's reduced the scissors for 463 scissors in a week to a two and three scissors only. In, in 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 a week it makes it's it's did a miracle in charlotte's life and that's how that fda recognized that how important it is to you know like for um, approve this drug for uh, you know like uh, epileptic drug but on the other hand that you know like there's a company it's called gw pharma which actually do the nasal spray and there are drugs which is um, very effective to regulate the anxiety and nausea for the cancer chemotherapy induced cancer uh, uh, the nausea and vomiting for the cancer patient so that means that you know like we have a huge amount of the evidences there and again that people need to understand that you know like that's why education is really important that there are so many different kinds are there but then every product come with a certificate of operations coa and people don't understand that what is there. As a patient, you need to educate yourself to not only to understand about that what's the benefit of medical marijuana, but to go to the dispensary and to understand that what I'm going to ask to the bartender. I have this disease, what I need to tell, what I need to ask that, you know, like what kind of product you have, why, why you are suggesting this product. What, what is the literature suggest about the effect of medical marijuana on maybe, you know, inflammatory bowel disease? Or tell me that, you know, like why you think that it is effective in inflammatory bowel disease? Right. It's, it's a, you know, like it's a, it's a lot of different kind of like thought process. And then if you know, understand about the various different facts of different method of administration, extraction techniques and all this stuff. Now that, you know, like every field is growing and every part of medical marijuana is growing. Either it is a dispensary, either it is a medical side, medical practice, it is extraction techniques, it is either it is a testing uh, uh, SOPs and different kind of techniques or either it is, you know, like um, cultivation techniques because we all are evolving and we are learning from each other that what's going on. If you think about that, there are so many different extraction techniques are there, CO2-based, ethanol-based extraction, CO2-based extraction, butane-based extraction, etc. The worst. But (laughs) but the thing is, like you said, the worst. Because the worst is because, you know, like I ran the testing facility for a year and a half. I see the contaminants of residual solvent in the product. It's crazy to me, right? So, (coughs) So now, more and more, uh, a specific technique which is called solvent less techniques, solvent less 
extraction techniques are getting more popular solventless solventless yeah. the reason Plus being because solvent. they are not using solvents wow. and the beauty of this solventless technology is that it has the ability to preserve lot of terpenes yeah. and if the terpenes are there that you are all good to go because it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like a uh, synergistic effect to each other which is mm-hmm. called entourage effect would you say that um, i've heard that when people just look for like thc and or cbd content they're missing sort of the the terpene like the, the terpene type yeah they, no they are they are not more. only missing the terpene time because you know again the i said that you know like there are so many cannabinoids that which we explored so many good uh, healthy benefits of these cannabinoids for example that you know like uh, tscv it is a verinic form of tscv uh, by tsc that we call skinny wheat mm. the reason being is because it suppresses the appetite right mm. so then then you know oh, if i somebody shit. is looking for somebody Literally. is looking for you know like reduce their weight they can use the isolate of tscv right and then you know they are all good to go cbg cbg wow. is very good for sleep yeah and it is so effective more than that if you take like broad spectrum full spectrum people has no idea for example why it is important for the clinicians and for the patient to understand about the various different terpenes because there are major terpenes like pinenine as they are beta caryophyllene is there you know like um, uh, um, uh, limonene is there so pinenine is one of the uh, terpene which basically again terpenes are present in various different kind of like you know like plants but cannabinoid terpenes are specific and unique because cannabis plants have alkaloids also flavonoids also terpenes also they all work together Entourage. but the reason big that you know like mm-hmm. the 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 utility Sorry. and the 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 clinicians need to understand that because if the clinicians is treating a ptsd patients and they put a lot of you know like uh, let's say myrcene like high myrcene content with a with a full spectrum then it has the ability to induce your memory mm. Is it good to induce the bad memories of PTSD patients? No. no. Yeah. So that means, you know, like uh, you need to understand that what what terpenes induce memory, and you have to cut those terpenes from there. Mm-hmm. So so this is an example that how important it is to understand about because lot because when I teach when I do lot of CMEs when I teach the clinicians that they think that you know like okay we know everything because we are treating human patients we know about human body we know about disease because I worked with doctors like my whole life urologists and nephrologists and you know like gastroenterologists etc so they think that I'm a gastroenterologist I know everything no you don't know everything because endocannabinoid system is the ocean <laughs> right. and there oh. are so much research going on there recently a paper came out that which uh, claims the data claims that you know like uh, the cb1 and cb2 to the two major receptors part of the endocannabinoid system is highly expressed in the stem cells mm. and stem cells is one of the fascinating cells in our body which can differentiate into any kind of cells in our body one of the powerful cell therapy system in our body so that means we can tell with that data that if the endocannabinoid system is regulating the function of the stem cell, oh my God, it has a big power on that. So we cannot ignore those data. And continuously research is going on, and 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 again that we came a lo- came came a long way because when I see that you know 10 years and 15 years, and now we see that more research are coming every day more grants are coming and that you know like 15 or 20 years ago that you know like when you wanted to be in the industry nobody asked you that do you know marijuana do you know uh, cannabis do you know the plant etc no nobody cares 
but now that because industry is creating little bit standard that what they are saying is that you know like you have to have certain kind of certification mm. either you have a horticulture certification cultivation certification dispensary of certification or you know like executive certification etc there are a lot of masters programs are there there are a lot of uh, you know like uh, certification program are there now again that you know education is also kind of like a making money right and there are not lot of education centers are in the state there are two major masters program in the country that one is that university of maryland very very intense pharmacology related you know like two years masters program on medical cannabis mm. one of the top notch second one is at morehouse school of medicine where i lead the program so i lead the program and it is kind of like a concentration on uh, biotechnology we teach the students about biotechnology because it's a drug discovery it is of course a drug and then entrepreneurship management and uh, data science and then after that they learn about the biochemistry molecular biology and genetics of the plant and then they learn about the history and various applicability of uh, medical cannabis pharmacology of cannabis adverse effect and psychological effect of medical cannabis and then at the end they are going to learn about that you know like uh, um, uh, the the federal and state law complexity because i think that you know like that's the important thing that if you wanted to be an entrepreneur that you have to understand about the legality system right. because legality system is too much complex in this field because that you know like it's kind of like beyond and above it's a wastage of money in my sense because when i was working in a testing facility small testing facility where we got like you know like 2 gram 5 gram or 20 gram maximum to test the medical marijuana and we have like 65 to 80 cameras there come on right. that you know like is too much to you know like control like you know 20 or 50 gram of medical marijuana which is come for the testing right so but you know like it's all about the state regulations and if you think about the testing also i think that we and not only testing for education testing part that i feel like that the field is lacking the educators a lot that who can see the different dots uh, connect the dots for me that you know the reason being that i jump in this field and i'm passionate about this field because you know like i've been working in the natural product chemistry for a long time so i understand that bringing something and discover something from a plant or from a marine creepers from a bark from a leaf and everything is fascinating and i know the process and mm-hmm. uh, because i worked with the chemist and uh, then after that that how we are trying to find the novel molecules but not only that because you know like i understand the research process drug discovery process pharmacology process i worked with the cultivation process i know i teach the whole commercial cultivation operation in cleveland school of cannabis so i understand various different cultivation processes and why it is important the reason being that you know like i don't know that how many people uh, uh, know that that when we call weed why it's called weed no 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 why it's called weed why is it called weed i'm asking questions because it can grow anywhere in the anywhere. because it's grow everywhere like yeah 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 it grows anywhere right like so the plant have the, the the you know so that's why it's called weed you know so there's the reason that the people don't think that is a simple thing that you can throw anywhere it can grow like a weed right now the question is that you know like i said that I give example of a dog and cat and domestication that uh, that you know like i worked uh, internationally i am a consultant for a one company in canada one company in india so i see that globally what's going on in everything so india has this very unique species they have their unique species because that's the origin there so when i see the plant grow in the upper himalayas and grow close to the china northeast 
the content of the cannabinoid level and terpenes are way different than here. Parvati Valley. Huh? Parvati Valley. Parvati Valley, yes, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, like, the, why? Because, you know, the plant is a very adoptable plant, but plant can be kind of like, it's kind of like a human that, you know, like it's, it's, it's very happy when it is in different zones, right? And what we are doing is that we are trying to control the plant in a controlled environment. Mm. And we are trying, and of course that, you know, we have to do that because of the climate situation that, you know, especially in Midwest, that six months we are dealing with snow and everything, we cannot go, grow outside. So then we start actually growing that, you know, inside, then, you know, like we, we are evolving how to control the temperature, how to control the moisture, what kind of hybrid plants are there, what kind of seed, are we cloning, either we taking the seeds. A mother plant, how long it can go, and you know, like what what kind of different softwares we are using to track the whole system from the seed to sale, mm. because now regulations are so tight that you cannot take out the plant and just say that oh it's dying, that throw it. No, you have to report it to the state Damn. that this plant is dying. So when you put like 30 plants, state know that you put 30 seeds, mm. and it has a barcode. Like a human. And yeah, is that barcode is that going and this barcode will not end until it go to the dispensary. Because and in one way it is good, the reason being is because let's say that you know like is go to the dispensary and the the the, the doctor said that you know like I am seeing a not a good effect in my dispensary in, in, in this lot. I am using this batch and the same kind of chemo wars from a long time and this time the patients are complaining. So then he complained to the cultivation manufacturer, manufacturer complained to the cultivation and the cultivation, they said, okay, so this batch has a problem. I'm going to see my data. What happened? Is there something fluctuation is there? Maybe you know, the, the pH is different. Maybe the water quality is different. Maybe, you know, like there's a heavy metal in the, in the, in the, in the pot because when we test that, what we test in the testing facility, we test about for the purity and the potency. Mm. So potency means we test the cannabinoids, we test the terpenes. And purity means that, you know, we test the heavy metals, we test the residual solvent, we test the pesticides, we test the microbials. Mm. But that's the big problem because in indoor, the moment that, you know, like you have a small fungus and then you know, like it is indoor, that means air is circulating, you are doomed mm -hmm. immediately. So it's a <coughs> lot of learning process for the uh, master grower and cultivator that how I can keep my plant safe mm. on the other hand how I can treat this plant as a medicine. Mm. Yeah. Regulations are important because we need to have a standard technology for all over the country that I'm giving you example of testing right. Ohio has a really shitty system. The reason being is because the, the, the system is evolving is not evolved yet. Mm. So what happened in the testing that lot of state they don't allow that you know like let's say that I get a nug and they want this nug to be tested. So what will what I will do I will just make a kind of like a a a, a homogeneous uh, uh, the nug and then after that I will test it. But then in Ohio you can do is that you can take it out all the stems from the nug. So when you take out the, all the stumps, then what you are doing, you are manipulating the number of the cannabinoids basically. Mm -hmm. Because if you take out the stems and then you do it, that means that CBD may be increased to 10%, TSC increased to 20%. But when they are selling, they are not taking out the stem, they are taking out the whole nug. Mm -hmm. So that means you are telling patient that CBD is 10%, TSC is 20%. But mm -hmm. actually, CBD is 5% and TSC is 10% only. Uh, yeah. 
Rocher. You're being right? under undersold yeah. in yeah. both. Yeah. Well, 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 well you're, pay, you're paying for sticks. Yeah. Not bud. Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, that that's, that's the Ohio one, that's the bad Ohio. part. And the yeah. another thing is that they don't care about that if you are kind of like neutralizing the moisture content. Oh shit. If you neutralize the moisture content, that means you are increasing the potency immediately, mm-hmm. because you are eliminating the water content and the moisture from the nug, from the from the products. So this is all the loophole of the system that which need to be evolved. Mm-hmm lot of techniques that the 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 labs need to be interact more with each other with respect to technology and everything then what happened that one of the biggest problem uh, like i said that you know like every state has the problem that um, we are here so we are talking about the problem in ohio in testing facilities so for example microbial right so microbial we test for e coli we test for different kind of you know salmonella we test for, uh, you know, like gram negative, we test for, uh, you know, like fungus, yeast, mold, etc. But how we test? We test in a petri dish. Okay, like a, like a old class, a school, 50 years old, this petri dish, agar petri dish. So what happened with that? That and why we are doing that and what we can do better. So basically that, you know, like you can use all those things by PCR method also, which is a polymerase chain reaction, a technology method. So what happened, the PCR is that is a technique that where you get a small sequence and it can amplify to a big sequence. Mm-hmm. And it can tell you that there, like if you have a even nanomolar quantity of something, it can give you gram quality. Mm-hmm. And then tell you that, oh, there is a nanomolar quantity sitting there of yeast. So that's the beauty of that machine, right? Nice. But, the, but, but the beauty is that not only that, it is very sensitive. Mm-hmm. It is very less time consuming. It will give you the results in two hours. Oh, sure. Right? So that means that we are increasing the process very fast. Patients are not right. going to wait. Yeah. Consumers are not going to wait. Manufacturers are not going to wait, etc. On the other hand, that you know, like when we are doing the plate, so then there are a lot of false positivities there. Mm. And then plate is basically that it is plate is depends upon the results. It depends upon the doubling time of the bacteria and fungus and mold and everything. So everything is 24 to 48 hours. How much time we are killing, right? When we're not doing that. So 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 when it is going to change, God knows. But there is a big political agenda on that we are not going to go there but again that again is kind of like the capitalization capitalization because you know like a lot of people think that because now what they are doing is they are not making the plates there's the company is called 3m and they are making those plates and they are work uh, and they are the giants in the food industry for this microbial testing so then they capture the cannabis industry and they said use my plate because this is all quick and easy but it is not right but then what happened in ohio kind of like a state then for them it's very easy to you know like uh, uh, give the big guys that who are making the decision hey you know you don't change the regulations we will do whatever you want and we are selling like you know like zillions and zillions of plates for years and years doesn't matter that who is affecting by this process or not because what we care about is this <coughs> yeah. yeah sad very sad
so so these are the different things that you know which is really really need to be improved but on this can be only improved and the stigma and all this stuff can be only changed because of the education mm-hmm. and i think that you know like in education it's a kind of like a big kind of like challenge the challenge is because like i said that you know two masters program lot of different small certifications i teach in various different certification i created certification you cannot teach in a two hours four hours one week these things and you are telling that you know you are certified you are not certified so that means these are not the quali- but on the other hand that there there is a always no that's why they call that there is something better than nothing right so that means there are some certifications are there that people are taking advantage of because because not everybody has so much amount of money to do the masters program for a big university 70 80 grand right and then if you look that entry level position for the cannabis industry the pay range is shit show is really bad yeah so it basically like who is getting benefited yeah the meta, yeah all the top notch right. who are investing yeah. rest of the crew is just you know like suffering and with not getting any money and putting their effort and effort and effort to waiting for when it is going to be federally legalized and everything so right. what needs to happen in order to there is the a lot of things need to be happen but yeah. one thing that which is really important is the education mm-hmm. because when i talk about the basic level of education yeah. that you know there is the no simplified courses are there that you know p- people can understand but education is also capitalized of course of course of course it is capitalized because okay so okay giving you example giving you example what you you said really good point so why i so so, oh. so okay so why i am here academic, you know? yes <laughs> yes yeah, so why i am here yeah. right i am here my time is important very valuable yeah. i give like two, 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 two hour talk that and you know like very you know? so i am here because of mike yeah right so so i am here yeah. because of him yeah. because you know like whenever he asked me that you know like i am always there because we are good family friends yes right so uh, so it makes a big difference but the thing is like not everybody has that opportunity because wherever i go that you know like okay that you know this is my hourly rate this is i consultant because you know like again that you know like we all are putting effort on this so we want some kind of like you know like appreciation for that because it's what i am talking from last 2 hours it don't come like magically in my mind it's kind of like i'm yeah. continuously you know like reading and researching and exploring yeah. building the courses and all this stuff and everything right so 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 then so education is also same thing that you know like so i feel like that when i talk with patients when i give the talk in dispensaries i talk with caregivers and everything they have no idea they have no idea about the cannabis plant that okay again that we are talking about medical cannabis forget about that let's mm-hmm. talk about the hemp part mm-hmm. now right so cannabis has uh, it's the same plant but we called as that you know like it's a cousin hemp and 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 cannabis yeah. are the cousins okay. okay they can differentiate only based on the percentage of thc that hemp has a less than 0.3 percentage of thc mm-hmm. that's the differentiation yeah. nothing else it's They're the same cannabis. plant it's both cannabis right yeah. so then how much applicability you can go from a hemp plant you can make clothes yeah mm-hmm. right you can make cotton you can make you know like bricks you know like there you can make make bricks you can make cars you know and hemp seeds are the best seed even the chia seeds great. and all this stuff because like, high fiber content yeah, yeah. they have omega 3 omega 6 mm-hmm. 
that which you cannot find those are hemp oils are amazing and you know like all this stuff so 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 and the the one of the example i one of the example i give people that you know like okay let's forget about everything and compare a cotton plant with a hemp plant okay so cotton plant we make you know like close hemp hemp also we make close one hemp plant if if one cotton plant need one glass of water to grow right one cotton plant that one glass of water can grow 10 hemp plants mm-hmm. that means hemp plant yeah. needs less than 1/10th yeah. part yeah. of the water they famously need very few wow. So yeah. like a no fuss. So, so you know like and and, and, and you know like and and yeah and yeah and now we are now as a scientist that we are trying to figure it out and we are kind of like doing a lot of research that there are unique components and compounds are present in the uh, cannabis roots. So we are doing that also. And then after that, you know, like all the stalks and all this, you know, like everything that you create. that you know like um, uh, uh, so many different things that you know like you cannot even imagine like a hemp crete mm-hmm. like a whole house you can create mm-hmm. right so and 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 it's a, it's a sustainable plant like eco friendly sustainable plant everything is usable mm-hmm. in that one so a plant which has so much utilization and you know so much use and still it is sitting in schedule 1 it's a shame yeah. it's a one of the yeah, biggest shame for the country that's retarded you know so so we all are fighting but you know like uh, i feel like i am creating actually a couple of courses because uh, 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 one of the course is basically um, for only for the general public in a very layman language that you know to understand about the medical cannabis what is medical cannabis what is the plant and is the plant also has the male and female but cannabis plant is called dioecious is called di- is a botanical term is called dioecious that means male and plant female is in the same plant mm. and you know like mo- and monoecious means male is separate and uh. female is separate that is also exist mm. and there is a, another thing which is called in a cultivation is called hermaphrodite yeah. so when there is a stress and there is a the ph change then plant actually change yeah. to a hermaphrodite right so you know so there are so much to explore in that plant and to and you know like now they are more exploring that you know like not exploring with this already happening is that you know like um, nutrition deficiency that when happen that how it affects the various different cannabinoid production and terpenes and i just now that actually interview one of the um, his name is um, uh, justin talamage and he is a cultivator from a master grower from last 30 years and actually i interviewed at morehouse school of medicine it was fascinating that he shows various different leaves and how the leaves have the deficiency of potassium uh, sodium and carbon and etc lead and all this wow. stuff and how the plant leaves are showing different kind of symptoms are there and we test in the laboratory for nutrition that you know like the reason being is because now the growers are more and more interested to uh, to uh, you know like uh, 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 test for those kind of things because they want consistency in their product mm. so they want to test that because you know there are so many different kind of you know like uh, uh, um, soils are there rockwool is there cococor is there but you know like different companies billions of different companies who you trust who you not uh, do you know that there is no heavy metals are there do you know and you don't know so you have to test and you have to test that what they are saying is true or not 
because there are billions of players are there trying to make money for yeah. you know like the for the for the for the um, you know like um, uh, all the pesticides for the mm-hmm. soil and for the you know fertilizers for the water for the vacuum centers hvac hvac co2 moisture moisture readers lot of different kind of softwares for seed to sell it's crazy because i go for one of the biggest cannabis conference which is called mj biscon at uh, las vegas in california and uh, every year is kind of like very interesting to see the changes that some sometimes it's more focus on cultivation sometimes more focus on extraction um, test i don't know somehow that uh, uh, i kind of like feel very frustrated because i come from an analytical background that is still testing is not taking that you know like get a that value in the field which is a really valuable thing because if we are treating this plant as a medicine we have to provide a very pure and very safe product to the patients mm-hmm. but testing field is fucked up mm. it's really bad and then you know like and we use astm methods aoac methods nobody knows that what method we are using everybody has their own tits uh, and bits and all this mm-hmm. stuff and everything there's a no there's a no standardization yeah. process right everybody creates their own sops and then mm. you know they said that okay iso 17025 certification but that also needs to be uh, improved in a various different aspects but then what happened that you know like if we are not because because the reason being i take it very seriously especially for the purity of the product is because i my phd from department of urology and nephrology i see so many kidney transplant patients and you know like when they they transplant their kidney they are under uh, before that they when they do that they suppress their immune system mm. so that body don't reject the new kidney mm. so they suppress that's why they 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 say that when you have a transplant that you have to have in a very sterile environment you cannot get infected because your immune system was down by the medication for a reason so that body don't reject the new organ in your system and after a couple of months that slowly slowly they actually cut down the uh, medication so those patient think about those patient that if they have a depression anxiety or ibd or any kind of other anomalies and they wanted to use medical cannabis and there is a small mold or fungus they are doomed mm. they are done because mm-hmm. their immune system is very low yeah. right so that's why we need to give a value to their uh, to to to, the to the product yeah mori uh cannabis that goes out to patients. and then the another big fiasco and the big conundrum in this field is that making the various different cannabinoids from hemp plant delta 8 delta 10 so it's a very different kind of you know like and the reason being because again it's a capitalistic country is a money making mm-hmm. thing right because hemp is federally legal 2018 farm bill hemp is legal mm-hmm. so if hemp is legal then you know people think that you know like i am smart i am trying to make because it's a synthesis process you can change because cb cbg is a mother cannabinoids and you can change this to various different cannabinoids with a uh, chemical process mm. but this process again comes with a various different side effects right. because there this is not like a same chain right. giving you example that the company that i work as a consultant in canada what they are doing is because uh, big pharma is sitting like a hog right now because they have all the system already planned out because they are working in a drug discovery for decades they know how to make drug they know how to marketing and all these things how to approve in fda and all this stuff what they are what they are very smart they don't want to touch something which is schedule 1 mm. 
right? So they are just sitting there that the moment that it is get out from the scheduled drug, boom. So what they are doing is that now they already started the process. So they are using a yeast system. So yeast is a, is, is, is an organism that you can grow in a conical flask. So it's called a spinning column system that when we create the monoclonal antibodies for the cancer drug discovery. So what they do is that, as I said, the cannabis genome is already explored. So that means the sequence is already explored. We get this sequence and put it in the yeast sequence. And then after that, we are going to just mix it, mix it, mix it in that, you know, spinning column. And two days, it produces a lot of different CBD and TSC with that sequence. So then they are saying that we can make it in a spilling column. Why we need the plant? So then we have an advisory board member meeting and then I said that, no, 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 you cannot do that because you have to show that the pharmacology of that new products are same as the plant has. So you have to show the affinity, binding, toxicity, safety, so many different things. So now they are, no, it's not a synthetic. You cannot say synthetic, but synthetic is totally like a peptide based. This is kind of like a semi-synthetic, you can say it. But you know, it's very acceptable process in pharmaceutical. We do it day and night to create antibodies and all this stuff, right. which we give it to the patients. So it's a, it's a, it's an amazing ama- amazing technology. But then they have to show with the preclinical and the human studies that it is similar as effective at CBD isolate or TSC isolate or broad spectrum or full spectrum. But it takes a long time. But this is just an example that how the process and the science is already evolving. And you know, like it is already kind of like a go a long process and we all are kind of like working together globally because you know, again, that you know, like when you are in a research, you are you are basically think globally mm-hmm. because sometimes that I am reading a paper which is published from, uh, you know, like India or somebody published from Japan or something published from Australia and all this stuff. There are a lot of studies going on right now that which is trying to they combined that, you know, like mushrooms with cannabis and see that you know how these two synergy each, each other. I am mm-hmm. a pre-formulation scientist for one of the company in India and giving you example that how this thing work is because there is a plant root that which in Ayurveda has been explored in India for decades. Mm. It is called Satavari. And Satavari has been explored in Ayurveda for decades and decades, right? And what Satavari do? Satavari is very effective to regulate the uh, the 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 monthly cycles for the females very like magically mm-hmm. okay so then but cannabis medical cannabis is also effective in that aspect to reduce the inflammation reduce the pain regulate your cycles and all this stuff so why not to mingle these two products together and see that mm-hmm. if it is boost the overall activity and give a better outcome and I create that formulation and right now that product is like one of the topmost products in the selling them. Nice. So, so that's how that we are kind of like trying to, you know, mix and match and see that, you know, like where and how we can use it. One of the biggest thing is that, you know, like, again, that, you know, like veterinary medicine is a big and big market for medical cannabis. Right now, only California and Colorado is approved for veterinarians to talk about the patients, about dogs and cats that they can have it. But, you know, like just FYI that all the animals have endocannabinoid system mm-hmm. and people don't know that cats have it and, you know, like uh, dogs had it. We give them and, dogs, you know, doggy CBD. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so the thing is like, you know, and another thing that we have to remember that there are so many diseases which is so common between dogs and cats and humans. Epilepsy, you know, coughing, bone cancer, 
skin eczema and all this so many different things anxiety and all this stuff and everything and but veterinarians are not allowed to talk and they are very scared because there's a not good information system for them and uh, i'm creating a course for the veterinary veterinarians also a veterinary medicine uh, medical cannabis in veterinary medicine so that will be kind of like a one of the interesting. Uh, interesting course and i think that you know like um, uh, it will take a big lead so so again that you know like so there are a lot of education system is missing and uh, there are a lot of you know like uh, podcasts need to be there experts need to be there i uh, invited one of the doctor that who is uh, like a very big advocate in massachusetts his name is peter gamespoon and his uh, yeah. brother was seen like yeah so through the smoke yeah 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 seeing through the smoke yeah so you keep the books and uh, circulate to everyone yeah. because you know like Actually, it's really good yeah, good yeah. book so sure. so i invite him he's a good friend really highly researched yeah a very good doctor and yeah. you know like um, so uh, he gave like 35 books free for my students no, as I a donation to amoro uh, school yeah. of medicine very which was really cool. nice yeah. so you know like so i go to the conferences meet with the people invite various different people i just invited one of the professor at university of michigan and you know like uh, i invited that one of the state compliance regulatory officer in uh, state in arizona so you know like i'm connected with various different parts of the states with various different people and all this stuff so you know like and i feel like that you know connectivity is the power mm-hmm. because you know like sharing the knowledge and uh, educating the people is a big power yeah. and that's how that we are going to make a change in this field right. and change is happening again okay. trust me change is happening but it's slow yeah. i think ohio is going backwards uh, i agree with you okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like lot of lot of things need to change in ohio yeah, for sure yeah. Yeah. so these 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 are my two cents it's a lot of things to um, uh, more talk Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think that you know, like for today, that that's <laughs> more than enough. Yeah. Well, we appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you so much for being um, here. Are there thank any like you. questions that anyone would have Let's for directed to <laughs> Dr. Hamadad? <laughs> listen, I was trying to figure out when he was breathing. I said he didn't waste a second <laughs> taking a breath. He had things to say. That was impressive, yeah. truly. Wow. <laughs> that was truly impressive. This like the synapses, like yeah. It was impressive.
many different forms of Western uh, medicinal knowledge. Like she was a surgical technician, a home health aide, um, but wasn't able to, you know, uh, I didn't discover much about Eastern medicine until I like, started going to college. Myself. Yeah, medical marijuana so, is a basically yeah. body and mind game. And you, you know, when, when you think of yourself, like, oh, I need to heal yeah. myself just in the terms of Western medicine. Yeah. You're limiting your mind, you're limiting what you can do for yourself. So just to be able to witness this, that's why I was in shock and awe. Like, people know I talk a lot too. I was just like, <laughs> it is very amazing to witness that. Thank you for the work that you do. I want to share something. Yes, please, go ahead. I don't know, you're aware of Gabor Mate? He's a childhood development doctor. Okay. And he did a lot of research and he's doing, uh, he get involved with shamanism and a lot of different culture and to understand. And he, he's saying, Basically, the systemic trauma that we have right now, everybody's going through economic trauma. And he's talking about the Western and the Eastern medicine, you know. The Western medicine, it's all drug based on how, it's based on some are biologically, but it's temporary, very temporary feeling, but it doesn't, it actually makes us, we are habited to the, it's an addiction. Right? Mm-hmm. So the, he was talking about. It's a short term relief. Short term, mm-hmm. but it becomes addiction. That's mm-hmm. why people lose their mind when uh-huh. they don't have this suicide. Mm-hmm. I have a co work, she did it, you know. And the whole point he was talking about is like, we have to keep, if you don't kill the root, we have to go back to history, ancient. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do, understand that, we are, you're just in a, floating in a surface. Now, this is also psychological, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he is. Uh, he says, I have a trauma because my his mom wants him to go and get the degree. He's from Dutch or something. And he says, I came with a 99 or something. And, and my mom asked me, like, where's the other one? So whole culture and systemic rejection of somebody's. You're not perfect. Even though not you enough. Short. It's a short. You're not enough. Short. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. ideology is also formal. <laughs> it's interesting, you know. Okay, I do have a question now. Yes, please. So, as you sit here, doctor, as you know that many of us in this room are different community leaders or people who are connected to a lot of different communities. I have a few things in my mind that I'm like, okay, as I leave here, I can re- repeat some of this back to people as really important educational knowledge if you're, you know, uh, using uh, marijuana for medicinal reasons. Um, so, I was thinking, like, understanding that people need to educate everyone about trying to get marijuana moved from being, you said a category one or like schedule, schedule one, one. Schedule one mm-hmm. to something lower so it can stop being viewed as such so we could have more access to it. It can be at least more widely available across the United States. Um, the other is understanding the, I'm gonna get this wrong, you said 300 different types of molecular THC and two no, com- compounds, compounds, compounds yeah. and then two different types of terpenes and those are very important for what it can be used for. Yeah. So it can be like, oh, if it has this many terpenes or whatever, these types of, yeah. ter- this many of these types of terpenes in it, it can be used to help your, uh, help heal some type of uh, IBS. Like yeah, and, and before that, you know, like terpenes, people didn't focus that much on terpenes separately, but now that there are so much report coming every day because we have more technology, we can isolate those techniques and we are using for exploring that how these techniques itself that you know like these terpenes are uh, useful yeah. like for example beta caryophyllene that there was a recently paper came out and that you know like it blocks the covid-19 it reduces the inflammation mm-hmm. and you know like a lot of different things so you know like not only that you know like terpenes go as a synergy with cannabinoids but 
itself like separately cannabinoids and terpenes has their own role also. Mm. So aside from those block and rib off the top of my head, what other things do you think we should give? Like just some like few points, because like you said, it has to be it has to be educational, it has to be digestible for people. So I wanna I know those two things, but is there anything else that from which we No, I think that you know like um, uh, we need to start from somewhere. Mm -hmm. And um, education is one of the important things that which will change everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And either Same. it is education uh, with level to patient and caregiver, education with level to clinicians, education with level to scientists. We uh, we need more people that who can connect the dots. We yeah. we don't have many educated people in the field mm -hmm. that who understand and who value this plant or who can understand that how the plant act and what is the science behind this extraction, this extraction, what is the science behind this plant, this plant, this terpene, this cannabinoid, this endocannabinoid system, human biology, or uh, pharmacology, or interaction, or clinical trial, and uh, how we are going to do that, or regulations, etc. And there are a lot of lawyers that, you know, like, uh, who are specialized in medical marijuana regulations, but some are not. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, again, like, you know, we need the people that who have the expertise on that. Hamad, um, so Scott used to be a sales rep for Marinol. So okay. Something well, yeah, something like called Marinol. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm aware of Marinol. Yeah. It's all the pharmaceutical. Yes, yes, yeah. So uh, my question is, did the Department of Commerce ever contact you uh, circa 2016-17 when we were supposed to launch the medical marijuana? program Were the University of the University of the the yeah. So the problem that I saw in attending some of the meetings, um, number one, they didn't take any questions from the public. Yes. You could attend. It was listen only. You yeah. sat in the room. Yes. Uh, it went around. Uh, or you can testify. That's it. Yeah, you can't. Test, I mean, you, you have, as a general public, you have no ability to have any input. No, no, no. You have to be associated with some kind of like a state related labs or cultivation or extraction or whatever or something. Well, yeah, so but as a general public that you have no... Industry insiders, so all of the licensing for cultivators, processors, and dispensaries. And dispensaries, they seem to have a little bit more of a, I guess, an openness to entrepreneurs throughout the state actually going after those licenses. Yes. However, the larger corporations from out of state that were not only medical, but recreational marijuana has been legal for years, uh, preceding Ohio. Those corporations, the corporate cannabis uh, entities, immediately wanted those licenses so that they could get a foothold in Ohio, uh, medical, and then of course... Indication, yeah, of course, rec. yeah. So in that, you know, a lot of the applications they could have maybe 150 applications and only 24 processor uh, or cultivator slots. Mm -hmm. The ones that got it, you saw typically had names, and I don't know if you guys want me to name names, but it 
typically was like, you know, somebody that was affiliated with the Schottenstein family. Yeah, yeah, somebody, or, it's, it's all connect connection. It's yeah, like somebody yeah, knows somebody. Yeah. Or even, you know, like and what you, you know, like what you said that, you know, like one of the biggest frustrating parties because I was a scientific director for one of the testing lab in Columbus, Ohio. It's called CP Labs. And uh, when I see that, you know, like one of the biggest issue with uh, Ohio is that there are not the experts in the board that who understand whole things. There is a Department of Commerce that there's a guy, his name is Andrew, and he was a cons he was a uh, he was from a uh, uh, business side, and he never ever had marijuana uh, exposure in his whole life, and he was the person that who don't understand about the analytical technique, how to test machines, standardization. Uh, uh, SOPs and um, standardization, etc. And that the person state appoint to send him to check that if the lab is okay to start testing the product. How shameful it is and how how scary it is. Because you know like if he is, because I set up everything and then he took all the things to read and understand and all this stuff and everything. And the, the one of the biggest issue is that you know like Ohio don't continuously open the application for testing also. There is a more than 100 dispensaries right now. And there are, I think that 40 or 42 cultivation facilities are there, but only six testing facilities are there. Yeah, that's mm. so the way, yeah, the way it breaks down is, uh, I think, 24 cultivators, 14 level. Yeah, tier one, tier two. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, I don't know if you guys know about the tiers, but but it's actually the way they yeah. refer to it is level one cultivators a lot of twenty five thousand yes, yeah, 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 initially yeah. for a yeah, yeah. Level two is only three thousand. So, yes, so yes. huge difference. No, no, and that's why what they are doing is that they are stacking one on top of one to building because you know the square feet is yeah, same. They, they are they have like it's like three bunk beds. Yeah, because they are stacking. Yeah, because so yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can rotate. You have lights under yeah, and top yeah, yeah. or some facilities. Yeah, I'm fully aware of that because I go there. Yeah. I went used to go there and all this stuff. So the thing is like Ohio really really need a huge number of testing facilities. Yeah. Because so, North Coast, the testing facility is, is no, but North Coast has a, like a, you don't know that the amount of, you know, like uh, that is called that, you know, like overtaking the whole market that they don't let even to survive the rest of the four that who get in North Coast giving like, you know, and they, there are so many talks in the market that they inflate the values so much. So you got two universities that still are pending. Hawking, Hawking College. No, Hawking got their certificate. No, but Hawking is out because yeah, um, Battelle is Battelle is because of the federal their uh, projects and everything they have already backed up. CAS, I believe. Uh, Yeah, but they also backed up. Yeah, so it's basically North Coast and ACT, CP Labs, and then um, uh, Priority, and then SV Labs, and uh, there's one more Um, Act. Act. So six testing labs. Yeah. So they basically come on site, they'll go into the cure room, they'll have a person walk around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know the whole process. I did the whole process. Right, right. I don't know. For he's in. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, tell me. I'm about to ask you. So you have. What the hockey man graduated from That's why I'm like, what? You were talking from the top of the Empire State Building to this group. I'm like on like the 30th floor, okay? I just want to make sure that anybody between me and you, I, I'm not, you know, 
speaking over or under anybody's head. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of what you're going through, because you, you're making us drink through a fire hose right now, you know, as far as education. Would you guys agree, or am I, am I behind the curve here? <laughs> no, I'm with it all. It's all clear cut. No. I have a question because you do mention about education, the importance of that. As a lay person, where do you get that information? Because there's so much crap. Yeah, so that's why I was about to say that when you asked this. Where are the trusted sources and how do we? I know that you were just talking about standardization even within the system and how they mm -hmm. tested any of that. Standardization with the education is damn near shit because half the mm -hmm. people with any level of but again, that you know, like what we talk about, that capitalistic country and education is yeah. also a part of money making, money. right? Yeah. 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 So, so the problem is the licenses all went to uh, family members. Yeah, all. Well, well, you know how you know. None yeah. of my boys got in. None of them. In Ohio. Now the corporate entities from out of state that actually have. Billions at this point. No, they are they are slowly, slowly kind of like getting in. For example, yeah, that they case, are slowly yeah, because ACT is there, Crisco is keep coming, you know, like opening the dispensaries. The second those last cultivator licenses were done, the corporate companies came in and started buying them. So all mm -hmm. of the Ohio entities oh, that wanted, uh, there was maybe one or two mom and pops that wanted to actually oh, make, yeah, yeah. make it an entrepreneurial yep, yep, Ohio-based, yep, yes, Ohio yes, citizen-owned yes. business. No, no, that's the problem, and that is the problem existing yeah, in Ohio. I'm, I'm that's why that you know the prices are so high. If you compare with the Michigan, the prices are two times and three times high. Yeah. And let me tell you that thing, year and a half, I test various different solvents you know, rosins and that, you know, knocks and, um, uh, you know, like beverages, edibles and everything, the products are shit here. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's very hard to find a good product in Ohio. Yeah. So 19, even 19.9% just THC, 22% yeah. total yeah. THC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, from Michigan, whole ounce, it looks like it's just a canister of seed rations, but whole ounce was only $100. Yes. Okay. Quality of that very, very high. Yeah. Michigan has some, some cultivators that are exceptional, mm -hmm. but they're very proud of Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. They're, they're Michigan based. Yeah. I'm not knocking some of the corporations that are nationwide right now. Some of them care very, very deeply. I happen to be well acquainted with one of them here locally. Yeah. Those guys care. I mean, they, they love what they do. They, they, yeah, they yeah. There are them. people there. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. But you've got the corporate entities that you have, you've got just 75 more dispensary licenses that are coming online. The current 50, 55 dispensaries, they have lines out the door, yeah, but it's not a matter of more dispensary. I think it's more, a more Grow. No, no. I I already mentioned that before you came that that yeah. there is a big disbalance. Yeah. That because we have so less cultivation facilities yeah. and the, and and just now that we cross hundred dispensary numbers and like you said more dispensaries are keep coming so that that much dispensaries as well as that you know like uh, no testing far. facility yeah. so it's far. a kind of like a disbalance of you know like uh, demand and supply you know and and there is a reason. That due to this all chaos and everything, but people always complain that how and why black market is surviving. Mm -hmm. There's a reason. This is why. Of course there is, because you have 21 qualifying conditions. You have to go to a it's, this cert, certificate to recommend is what the doctor. And and has then to. and then what you said that you know like that you know the whole process to get medical marijuana card 
is a pain in the butt. Why in $200 a year? And again, that's, you know, the, and, and everything is money. There's nothing there that is without not money. And again, I always give example, if somebody has a condition, and you know, like I wrote three conditions, inflammatory bowel disease, um, uh, OCD, and um, uh, ADHD, that uh, the, what we call that um, OMICA, the OMICA, the, the big organization in Ohio, that you know, like they actually support the, um, the commerce and pharmacy. So okay. they asked me to write the whole kind of like a five page uh, research backup and everything so that they can present to medical marijuana board to, to approve these three conditions and all this stuff. But the problem is that, you know, like if somebody has a condition, they go to the dispensary and they have like $1 less, dispensary is not going to give the product. They will say that get out from here because you don't have enough money. But if they are regularly going to the black market, even the, those people that they are so loyal and they have a good product also, that you know, like what they, they will do that, you know, like they will say, oh, you don't have money, it's okay, I understand you're sick and you need that, take it. There is a certain sense of loyalty there. And again, the thing is like, let me tell you that thing, if you compare that, you know, like, like indirect data, I talk with a lot of black market people as well as clinicians and all this stuff and everything in Ohio, that you know, like quality is far, far better than the you know, like. Well, and look at it this way. I had an oncologist tell me to my face, Marinol, I, I can prescribe it all day long, but honest to God, what I'll do is I'll tell my patients that will do it to just get their kids to find out who whoever's selling yeah. good stuff at school or something. Yeah. Just get it off the street. Yeah. Um, because the the clinical oh. effect was much better with actual flour than of with course. synthetic. Of course. Yeah, but I mean, unless the Commerce Department sees that, I think what they went in. There is a big fight between commerce and pharmacy there, because so, because of their territory and all this stuff. Right now, that there was some kind of like dispensary, kind of there was a uh, some report came out that there are some mergers going on. Mm -hmm. But I think that inside the state, like giving you example, that what I I I, I give example that you know like so. There's a plating system for microbial in Ohio. None of the other state has it because everybody knows this fucking microbial plate on agar plate takes like 48 hours to do that. There's a huge number of false positivity there in those plates, right? So this is the old microbiology technique that if you want to teach some high school student that how microbiology work, you can do that. But there are advanced technology, PCR technology, polymerase chain reaction, two hours, high sensitivity, no false positivity and everything, you get results. And why Ohio is not doing that? Because this 3M company is a giant beast in food industry. They are capturing that whole in the whole US. Yep. So then you get into the marijuana industry and they are feeding the big guys that who are making the decision and who are holding that to not letting and allow people on the testing facility to utilize PCR. That means that even though I am done that, you know, like based on all the LCMS, GCMS, uh, LC triple quart and ICPMS, I finish in one day if I start the product testing that I can give you the purity, I can give you the cannabinoids content, terpenes, pesticides, residual solvents um, and uh, heavy metals, everything, moisture and uh, water activity. All these results I will give you, but I cannot give you microbial because it has to sit up to 48 hours. So that means we are wasting our time because the whole system is slow and then more chances of error because false positivity. 
But is anybody here? No, because the top guys, because 3M is a such a big organization, they feed money to commerce and all this stuff to not to change this so that this testing facility continuously because one testing think about that north coast north coast is testing thousands and thousands of product in a day how much plates they are using that means they are buying from 3m millions do they want it to lose that market no how they control on the top is anybody cares about patient is anybody care about that things are waiting or um, uh, it go wrong also no so FDA, right? Time will give the solution. <laughs> we are moving slowly, slowly, but it's, 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 it's slow. And you know, like again, that you know, like I was there in uh, the testing facility. I was a scientific director for a year and a half. I established the whole testing facility. Then it was inside, it was really dirty situation. And I realized that, you know, like education needs more push. And that's why that I quit the job. I do the remote job for Atlanta, Georgia, and I uh, run the program for master's program for medical cannabis there. I also serve as the adjunct faculty at St. Louis University, teach pharmacology of cannabis. I am adjunct faculty at uh, um, uh, Olive Harvey Community College at Chicago, where I teach uh, dispensary of patient navigation and a couple of more other courses. I also serve as the adjunct faculty at New Page. Uh, DuPage University at Chicago and uh, consultant for one company in India, one company in Chicago. I serve as a board member for Veterinary Alliance of Holistic Alternative, which is a non-profit organization at New Orleans. And we give talk to a lot of different VA hospitals to change the policies so that PTAT Western veterans can take, you know, like a lot of advantage once they change the policies and everything. Yeah. Ohio is such a bad situation because uh, Ohio they in Miami University and even Ohio State, I don't know, comparative religion and culture, they took so much money out and they're putting in funding. Funding is very less and they yes. are cutting and you know, like it's basically in so Ohio right. culture that you know, the marijuana culture of the system that what you're talking about, it's all cut through. Everybody mm -hmm. is kind of like cutting each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of the way I took it. And correct me if you saw it any other way. It was viewed as more of a business Oh, of course, and of course. A regulatory program. Yeah. And what they did was they figured we don't we don't want to travel to other states. We don't want to send experts out there. Yes. From yeah. Yeah. Exactly. To, exactly. To learn. Yes. There is a no learning from here because you know, like yeah. again, the giving the example of this plating and everything. If they go there and learn from other states, right? they will immediately do that. But I don't see in my like last you know like four years, I don't see that you know like commerce or pharmacy did any effort to send their experts or there is no expert in their own board. There are people that they can hire, yeah. but they don't hire that. And you know, like I was uh, in Ohio uh, Medical Marijuana Expo last year and I gave a talk there and now that Ohio Medical Marijuana Summit is coming on in September, I'm giving a talk there also. And you know, again, that you know, like how much you can talk and everything, but you know, like the system need to be changed. The system is kind of like fucked up. Well, it's, you know, 24 cultivators, but not all of them were 25. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. the smallest, you know, 25. More of the smaller grows, the, the level B, year level two. You had 40 processors. Yes. Yeah. End up with 42. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But only 40 processing licenses, and then you know, 50 
ended up being 55, and now they're adding 75. So all they're adding is shelf space, but they didn't add any additional cultivation. No, no, no. That's why I said that this stacking system is getting high and high, right. because the demand is high, so then they want to make more on, you know, like, yeah. stack that. So they had all these applications. There were applications, I'm sure, they stack ranking the score. And so the first 20 or 24, there was litigation about, you know, high scores. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, oh, I, lo I got dinged on this area, but they got dinged on this, but... You know, it's, it's very easy to reject application yeah, in this yeah. because so, of the regulation. So they got basically the, uh, the, the big names throughout the state get the cultivator of license. Course, even if they, of had course. Nothing, if they had no background. You know, like, let me tell you the reality in Ohio is that, you know, like 60%, I know every cultivator and dispensary and testing facility, 80, uh, 60 to 70% people, they have no background of medical marijuana at all. So mm. super light That's application. Dangerous. Those guys actually had a, a pretty strong engineering background. I don't know if you know uh, the whole Yeah. 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 It's just going to be what it is, but we'll give it to the people yeah, who yeah. can open on time. Every single meeting, they go around and you have a sheriff, you have an advocate for marijuana, you have a basically an individual who is against marijuana, who views it from the 1950s, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. a devil's lettuce type uh, <laughs> uh, you know, madness point of view. Devil's you have lettuce. some people from board pharmacy, you have some actual pharmacists, some nurse practitioners, you have yeah, from yeah. psychology, yeah. You know, from, from academics, and at the end of the day, they were damn near in listen mode as well, because all it was was a reading from either commerce, pharmacy, or maybe it's medical board. And it was always behind, they were always behind the schedule. Nothing was launched on time. And at the end of the day, it was all about let's get these issues so that we can flip them as quickly as possible to the big out-of-state corporations that are waiting to pounce on Ohio. So it was a what hundred thousand dollar non-refundable application. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a pig and a poke. You didn't know if you were going to get it or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sure you had to spend basically rolling the dice. When you think about uh, roulette, yeah. I need to red or black is your only options, and you put a hundred thousand down. And the vast majority are not getting, they're, they're not getting approved. So then you have incomes of corporations, five dispensaries per corporation. So any corporation can own one cultivator license, one uh, processing license, and five dispensaries. So one corporation. Thank God that it is not vertic vertically integrated like Florida. Yeah. Mm. Then everybody will die, basically. Because until unless you have a big money to have cultivation, manufacturing, processing, dispensary, and testing, then you are not in the game. Well, you we've are. got people in Ohio driving to borderline of course. Of Michigan. Yeah. Uh, you know, five dispensaries in a in a town that's not even as big as, you know, what yeah, you see. Yeah. Wow. Well, I totally agree. Well, I see well, every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful talking with you and discussion. This is such kind of discussion that we can go forever, forever, forever. I need to go, sorry. Thank you, Dr. Yeah, but, but, but Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. 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 Thank
right, so Melissa want to ask this, this favor. This all this furniture, she want to see if we can possibly Not move. Not all so. this furniture. Three pieces, three pieces of furniture. Three pieces of furniture, and one needs to come over here, and two need to go into our room over there. We want to see if maybe we can coordinate some shit to happen. It's not really big pieces. It shouldn't be, but a couple minutes. It's over there. It's a sink base. It's actually a sink base with a butcher block top that we're going to put over here as like for our kitchen stuff, you know? And then there's